is the 615 Podcast with your host, veteran realtor and entrepreneur, Nick Woodard. All right, guys, welcome back to the 615 Podcast. Today, I've got one of my really good buddies, Mike Cawson, and I've actually uh, brought on my big little brother, Parker Woodard. What's up, guys? What's up? I thought Thanks you were about to say my good buddy, Parker. Yeah, and... you've been demoted. <laughs> yeah, just a good buddy now. No, my, my six foot two big little brother. <laughs> as I stand five. What's I the say list? nine. What's the listing versus actually? <laughs> yeah, that's the difference. <laughs> Is it my combine? Yeah, your <laughs> combine height. Yeah. Got to exaggerate a little bit. Well, guys, today I wanted to talk a little bit about being working fathers of young kids. Yes. Um, we've all got kind of high stress, high demand jobs, and especially with this whole COVID thing and staying at home, and it's been uh, it's, it's been, been quite an experience. Yeah. So, just to kind of let everybody know, I've got three. 11, 8, and 4. Mike, you've got two, two kids. Two, 4, and 18 months. And Parker has... Just over two. Just over two. One kid over just two. Just one kid. Just one kid over yep. two. Not just over two <laughs> just kids. <laughs> just the one kid. Just over two, two kids. Years old. Yeah. I can yeah. see how you describe We're that. We're figuring out the third one. We'll yeah. see if we keep them or not. <laughs> so, like, what's the past couple months been like? I mean... Just, oh, just it, a blast the entire time. Yeah, a little kid running around makes everything better. Yeah. Try to work. It's you know, it's one of those things I feel like every time I talk to other parents, it's like they always feel bad for oh, you know, when I say I have a kid at four and eighteen months, like, oh, it must be so difficult. But they have kids that are like in actual school. I'm like, yeah. no, it must be difficult for you. Like yeah, yeah. so I think it's just everyone's kind of uh experience has been different and either no matter how you look at it it's been difficult absolutely, oh, absolutely. Like, and when they're young they don't even know the difference right now so like they're they're, they're actually loving being around us all the time right the older kids. well it's like i i, I had a, a podcast with with mike's wife Jana, and we talked about um you know i think when this is all said and done like there's going to be a lot of really good family memories that were made yeah. during this time now when you're in it it seems like a hot mess <laughs> mm-hmm. but i think once we look back you know you're gonna have a lot of cool experiences yeah. that that you're gonna, you know, at least your kids are gonna have these great memories. I said that to my wife, Jana, the other day, where, you know, I feel like with our son, Jace, I'm gonna remember this age so much better than I did for Jolie. Right. You know what I mean? Just because so you're it's present. I mean, you're every there all the single time. day. More right. memories you're making right now than you would normally otherwise. A hundred percent. Because it's not the daily, yeah. you know, A to B, B to C, yeah. you come home, it's, right. you know, you're part of, yeah. of everything. Yeah. Everything. You know, I was, I was telling somebody the other day, it feels like Groundhog Day. Oh, yeah. You know, when you're in it, it's like, you know, what is it, June? Yeah. Like, how's this week any different than last week? No, not at all. Not at all. Being a 15 year realtor, I not only love helping my clients with the transaction phase of their real estate purchase, but also want to be a continuous source of value long after the transaction is complete. If you need a recommendation for a painter, I got a guy. A handyman or roofer? I got a guy. Wanting to find someone to install new carpet or flooring? You guessed it, I got a guy. I am Nick Woodard with Benchmark Realty. I would be honored to serve you and your family. We had our neighbor, Molly, one day told her son, who's like five, Peter, and he's like the mayor of our neighborhood. He's just like that guy. Like every construction work that goes by, he's like, hey! <laughs> like friends with everybody. He's like, I want to be him when I grow up. Uh-huh. And he's five years old. And his mom told him, he's like, hey, Peter, you know, tomorrow's Friday. He's like, what does what that, that even mean? <laughs> and she was like, 
Nothing. 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 Absolutely nothing. That's why I brought it up. And she was like, my five-year-old had me just thinking in depth thought, like, <laughs> what is life? Like, what? what is tomorrow? It doesn't matter. I was just like, that's amazing. Do y'all right remember, now. like, before you had kids when you thought you were busy? <laughs> oh, dude. Like, I've actually oh. given this a lot of thought. And here's the thing. I don't think that you're more busy necessarily as a, as a parent. It's just that you have so much less time to actually oh, do the things you are trying to get done. Oh, and it's, it's being interrupted constantly. Yeah, yeah. There, and there's just wasted stretches constantly yeah. that you just can get nothing done. Yeah, nothing. When you're in college, you're like, oh, I'm not going to take a class before yeah. 9 a.m. Like, <laughs> I, And the fact that in college, I used to not be able to get through the day without a nap. It's yeah. like, oh, I don't know if I can practice today. I haven't gotten a nap yet. <laughs> Somebody's going to knock out these PlayStation games. Yeah. Man. I was like, you know, not to throw Parker under the bus, but when like, when you when your friends is like, oh, my one kid is so difficult. You're like, shut the hell up. <laughs> Jana keeps saying, "It's like, are you sure you don't want three? I'm like, do you see Nick and Catherine? <laughs> I'm like, no, we don't want to go. Nick looks sixty. <laughs> I'm already bald. I have nothing else to lose. I can only shrink now, honey. Like, what do you want from me? Uh, and it's so cool, like. That you can you can pick up on their little personality so early though, like it's it's fascinating to me. Like you know, of my three, Caden, he's the rule follower. Like he's been that from from day one. Emmy is just really outgoing and spunky, and Ramsey is just hilarious. Like I can I can already tell that she's going to be just you know incredibly funny. Mm-hmm. And and you know Palmer Parker's boy. Oh, I mean. Man. Tell tell them a little about your kid, who so, I adore. To understand Palmer, you have to understand the differences between Nick and I. And Mike knows this. So so oh, yeah. Nick is the extrovert. <laughs> I'm the introvert. He loves being around people. You know, loves chit chatting. I'm the exact opposite. In fact, I just like basically would ride on his coattails growing up. Like Nick <laughs> did the talking for me. So I always assumed that my son would be this chill, you know, thoughtful, introverted kid, and he's. He's Nick Woodard to a T. Like, through and through, he's just a little shit that runs around, stubborn as hell, has an opinion on everything, and does not want to be corrected in any way. So, it's the exact opposite of what I thought I was going to Yes. Payback. Absolutely. Yeah. That's fantastic. Dude, and, and I actually gave him the nickname, the Badger. Badger. And, he's uh, just a honey badger, huh? The Badger. Could not be more appropriate. And that came from, we were having um, family photos done. You know, all of us. My sister, mom, dad. You know, nephews, and and Palmer was just not having it. No. He was not going to sit because he had to sit still. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so he's just running all over the place, just ninety miles an hour, wide open. And I just looked up. I was like, he looks like a badger, <laughs> just a little badger. And and I honest to God, think he's going to be like a sixty-five year old, and people are going to be like, "What's up, badger?" <laughs> I, no, it's sticking. Honestly, honestly, you look at him and you just can't help it because he leads it every day. Hey, that's how those nicknames start. That yeah. you know, people get called Bubba because they've yeah. been called Bubba from yeah. their mom at yeah. the time they were two, and it's just like, okay. Yeah. Well, it's like Ramsey when day. she was young. She said she would call herself Rizzy, so now like she's just, Riz. She's Rizzy. She's going to be. I love that. That's it. I love when you have a great nickname for like your kid or a kid. And it just fits. It's authentic. Yeah, it's authentic. Yeah. It's like from. It's, it's not. There's like, oh, I just, I just decided I'm gonna call them. <laughs> I'm gonna call him Ace because that's a cool name. Right. Hey, Maverick. Yeah, I've been calling him Maverick since he was young. Yeah. No. Uh, well, like, talk a little bit about y'all's kids and kind of what you see in them as far as you know. Like, something happened the other day that I don't, I, I don't want to throw my son under the bus, but long story short, he. He had something on his phone. It wasn't terrible, but it was not 
appropriate. It's all relative. And so, you know, we had to we had to discipline him. Mm-hmm. And I felt like such a hypocrite because <laughs> he had texted his buddies something that was, in my opinion, hilarious. <laughs> but I had to keep a straight face as his dad and be like, son, you know, right. this is inappropriate. And I told Catherine, I was like, my best friend Bruno sent me this text like six weeks ago. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Says something about Bruno, but yeah. <laughs> Bruno got it from his son, yeah. but yeah. So I was like, you know, I, I had to discipline them and be the father figure, but like deep down, it was hilarious. That was so hard for me. Like, son, give it eight more years, then you can laugh at the this. The material is great. Just sit oh, on absolutely. it for a little while. Yeah. Well, and it's like, you know, he he's such a good student that he comes home with a with something that's not an A, and we have to talk about his effort. And I'm like, holy shit, I may have had one A my right. entire life. Right. And that was probably like, I don't know, gym class or... <laughs> You know, guitar, you know, something right. that even really counts. All you had to do was show up. Yeah. So I feel like such a, a hypocrite yeah. getting yeah. on to him about that. Well, and even worse, you talk about getting on him for, for something that you find hilarious. Is yep. with, I mean, Palmer, again, he's only two, two and a half years old. Oh, he's going to put you through the Oh, and, but most of his stuff now is at McKenzie, my wife's expense. And so I'm sitting there laughing internally <laughs> because I think it's hilarious when he just pulled off and she's pissed off at him and he's all crying <laughs> out because she's dealing with it. But, you know, you got to put on the fake face. <laughs> It's. I'm looking forward to, like, I'm not rushing it, but I am looking forward to those moments of, like, how you handle it. Because, it, I mean, even now, just with my kids being four in, in a year and a half, I think about all the times that I was a kid that my parents were pissed off, that I really thought they were the maddest they've ever been yeah. in their lives. Yeah. Little did I know they're in the other yeah. room dying laughing. <laughs> because I know my parents admitted, to that, admitted that to me later in life, and now I'm that way, uh-huh. where it's just like... I'm getting on Jolie, and I'm like, <laughs> like, Janet. Yeah, you just this, though. Maybe they're like falling for your act, though. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's no question. Oh my god, that's great stuff. <laughs> well, it's like when you're both of y'all. I mean, y'all are in the weeds right now. Like I'm mm-hmm. just coming through it with with my kids' ages. I mean, that's just the natural progression. Like y'all's kids, you know, one to three and a half. They're straight wired to kill themselves, and it's your job to keep that from happening. And they're good at it. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're always on. I think that was the most exhausting yeah. experience yeah. as a father yeah. so far. I mean, obviously, you know, kids get older and you, you know, the problems change and everything's different. But um, just constantly being aware of their physical situation is incredibly tiring. We keep a helmet on Jace, basically, if we're outside. <laughs> because he's a maniac, and we have a driveway that's you know that goes downhill, and he just wants to ride and push everything down it. So, like, you know what? Instead of just when he's on his little bike or scooter or whatever, we're going to keep a helmet on him when we're out front. <laughs> that's fantastic. Because he's going to fall over. And speaking of, like, I, I know I, I give you a hard time about this all the time. I'm... <laughs> I'm 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 building a house in in Mike's neighborhood with another client, and I drive by his house, you know, almost every day to go check on that property, and it looks like a freaking yard sale. <laughs> by by like, nine by eight thirty nine in the morning, there's eight 
eight like little kid cars, five bikes, three scooters, fifteen balls, you know, a whole driveway full of chalk, and just and you picked up the night before. That's the sad. Oh, oh, absolutely. This is all just from the morning. Yes, we pick up every single night, and then there's like five juice boxes from like the neighborhood kids. I'm like, this is my life. It looks like we're foster parents. Like we literally have kids there all the time. Greatest. I think it was last week. Like I come driving in, and Mike's walking down the driveway and does not notice me. And so I'll pull the truck over, like, on the other side and just watch him. And he's got this dejected look at his body. What you just said is terrifying. The thought that somebody could ever be catching me in my low moments like that. He's just walking down yeah. the driveway. And Doing I'll, farmer's walk with, like, tricycles. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> lunging my way up the driveway. <laughs> he's got, like, five things in each hand carried up I look at him he just gives me the nod just mm, uh. see sadly I'd be like is that what I look like (laughs) (laughs) oh that's you know it's those things though that like I was this is like a week or so ago I was cutting the grass and the kids were in the backyard some neighborhood kids were in the backyard and it felt like that white picket fence like moment where I even told Jana Later in the day, I was like, you know, I was outside and I just was mowing the grass. It was hot as hell and humid in here in Nashville. And but I'm like smiling because I was like, this is what it's, it's all about. Absolutely, I'm being a dad, mowing the grass, with joy. Yeah. kids everywhere. I was like, this is what happiness is. Absolutely. It was awesome. Absolutely. Well, I mean, that's the culmination of all you've worked for, right? For I mean, sure. I mean, there's there's countless sacrifices that you've earned, or excuse me, worked through to earn that for sure. life. Right. For sure. And I think too often we don't sit there and enjoy it for what it's worth. So I it's know, awesome man. here, man. Yeah. Well, and like, you know, me and Parker can speak this because we have the same parents, but like, it makes you really appreciate a lot of things you took for granted as a kid, yeah. you know, that, that mom and dad went through. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. and you always thought, oh, they're at work or they're yeah. doing this or they're doing that. Like the whole time, they're you know busting their ass to pr- provide for you. Mm-hmm. They and, have to do that, right? I no, mean, like, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and many in our culture don't. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're in, we're incredibly blessed. Let me ask you this: Is it because this is, and maybe, and to be completely honest, this might be part of the reason I don't want a third kid sports these days for kids is significantly different than when the three of us were growing up. Right. Right. Like you had your youth club. You did that. You did it in high school. You went to high school. You played high school ball. Structure to it. it was their structure. You knew who you were playing. There wasn't all these, you know, some sports where there's still the travel AU teams right. or whatever soccer, but still it was typically your youth ball school. And then after that. All right. And, now, with almost every sport except for football, having all of these specialty teams and right. clinics right. and camps and trainers that you should be training year-round for that one sport, it stresses me the hell out. Right. Because, yeah, I'm going to want my kid to you know, give them the best opportunity to be successful if, they, if that's what they want to do. But at the same time, selfishly, I'm like, yeah. I don't want to spend every right. other damn right. day driving an hour to go somewhere for some <laughs> special right. team and to... Like, I, it's just, it stresses me out. Yeah. Well. And I'm not even there yet. Right. I mean, you got to think about it as far as like, do you, what experience do you want for your kid? Do you want it to be, he has every opportunity or do you want it to be, you know what? Like, he just enjoys playing ball. Mm. I mean, but you're push- like, well, the people, uh-huh. a lot of people that don't know 
Mike played football, what, five years in the NFL? Yeah. So you, you may be one of the last generations that kind of didn't have all these uber – you know, elite coaches, elite coaches and camps yeah, 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 and, for and, sure. and all that stuff. You're, yeah, you're probably right. So, unfortunately, sports like baseball and basketball, like, it's ongoing. Oh, like, for sure. the, yeah. the guys that are the dudes are the ones that play nonstop. Right. And, yeah, it kind of sucks because, like, you know, if you're not fully committed to it, it, it you know, you may be left out, but you got to look at your kids and go, you know, what do you want out of it? Are you trying to get a scholarship or are you just trying to enjoy being a kid playing the sport? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think yeah. that's kind of the... At what it, All right, now with Caden, he's 12? 11. 11, yeah. Has he vocalized any of that to you about what he wants to do with his future athletically or is it? do you think he's still just enjoying it because he likes playing sports? I, I think he just enjoys it. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't... You know, A, I think he's realistic he's got my genetics so i think he's got a, he's got a plan b hey man you never know parker 16 your pops is like six two or three yeah, so. i'm the run i got it jackass yeah, yeah. um no but like what wh- one thing is i've i've coached caden for this will be six years now um football kind of runs deep in in our family as it is as, 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 as it is roll, roll tide um but i taught caden a long time ago like you have to be coachable like yeah. that's the number one thing. If you if you're not blessed with superior genetics, even with that, you have to be coachable. Mm-hmm. And and he's got a shot. I mean, he's incredibly coachable. Mm-hmm. Um, now, how much of his coachability is just a personality trait? How much do you think maybe he's yeah, learned or taken on as as a lesson well, from you? Mm. Early, early, like when he's like four years old. Like I remember, mom. It was either mom or his Nana bought him some little Alabama figures or whatever. And we used to set them up in formations and like, yeah. you know, I'd show him what each formation was and, and, you know, kind of run plays off it or whatever. And as he's gotten older, he's just kind of adapted that mentality. He used to watch games with me and break down film at like five, six years old. Now I didn't do that. Like we didn't even have film when I was in high school. <laughs> Now is that just the way things are now? Like he's seeing it, you know, from other players and YouTube and all that. Like the re- there's way more resources for way sure. Way more resources. But he's an analytical kid, man. I mean, he he, is, he, right. he, he reminds me of you style. more yeah. than me. Again, our kids are almost yeah. like <laughs> boys. Now Amy and Ramsey, all me. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Hi, <laughs> hi, Jolie's dad. <laughs> so I mean, I don't, I don't know, but I, I do think it it is kind of unfortunate that it is becoming at this age they kind of have to go year round if they want mm-hmm. to take it to the next level mm-hmm. I mean it's um, almost peer pressure in, in a way like yeah. to, if you're going to be part of right. something you have to be all in well, you know what you sucks though just from what I've heard from, from some friends in the area that have kids of age and are doing those things is uh, Jana and I wouldn't be susceptible to this because of our life experiences and us you know, getting to the point in our careers that we have, but when it becomes about the parents and they just want to be able to say that, oh, I send so and so to right. this coach, and oh, yeah. right. you know, right. he has cool. this background, and it's just like, is it for you? Is it yes. for them? Yep. yep. You know, and that it's unfortunate that a lot of, I feel like a lot of parents kind of make it about them. absolutely, absolutely, and and you know, my kids are a little bit older than than y'all, so I I have seen that. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Already. You know, my kid's being recruited by whatever. My kid's on, you know, this elite level. <laughs> the kid is level. an accessory, basically. Yeah. At that and it's level. like, yeah. all right, you know, get your head out of your ass. This is. It's... So, like, I'm as, as important as sports are to me, as a grown man looking back on my experience, I miss the camaraderie more than anything. Yeah. So, that's what I'm really pressing on Caden. Like, these are your brothers. And mm-hmm. the Emmy, too. And yeah, it's I mean, fleeting, she's man. I mean, for, you know, most guys don't play five years in the NFL. No, right? I mean, most, I mean, by the time you're 18 years old, right. it's over. But that's and, what you miss no matter whether it's the highest yeah, you got as high school right. or professional. Yeah. Right. Everybody says the same you thing. You miss your guys. You miss the, yeah. you miss yeah. the day-to-day in the locker room. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Which, you know, and, and not just football, but Emmy's in competition cheer. Same thing with her. Like, that's extremely competitive, y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, but I... I, we see something in her at seven, eight years old. Like she potentially has a future where that, you know, this could be college or, or whatever, but she just, she loves the camaraderie more than anything else. Yeah. So that's what I'm pressing with my kids is don't think about the future and enjoy being a part of something bigger than you. Don't. Yeah. We don't want to grow them up too fast. Yeah, no. Great point. No, you know, which not but, everything needs to be about what the future could provide right, the vehicle, right, 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 of anything. Which yeah. is another thing that I feel like even when I, I foreshadow situations, I can already make up that I might be guilty of yeah. for certain things. Of You want to do this? Where, where's well, the future? You know, you've, also played the point? At, yeah. you've played at the highest levels, too. So you're like, okay, I know what it takes to, to get to here. So like, do you have to fight that? Yeah. I mean, your kids aren't that old yet, but no, 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 no. So I'm not even close to that. But it's unfortunately the thing is, there's luck involved too. Oh sure, you know what I mean. So it's it, it's a, it's a, yeah. There's a lot of you know of these intangible th- variables that you can't control. All right. But it's but I, I can just foresee myself kind of being ha- at least having that thought. Maybe I'll be able to filter myself and stop myself and be like, okay, what's in the moment? What's this about right now? This doesn't have to be their future. If right. Jolie wants to do cheer or dance or whatever, and you know, maybe that's something I'm not used to, and I don't see the same thing that you see in Emerson. Right. So I'm just like, eh, maybe let's not <laughs> travel all over the state every single weekend to do these competitions. Maybe not your thing. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you. So Ramsey. So we know what Kane's into. We know what Emmy's into. Uh-huh. What do you foresee Ramsey's going to be into at this point? So she's the closest to her in age. Really. I think it's too early to tell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I think y'all are y'all are your kids are at that age where it really is too early to tell. Well, then I mean, you can pick it. up on their personalities, yeah. you know, and what they may be good at down the road. But athletically, who knows? Well, but just inter- so when did you know Emmy was authentically into cheerleading? Oof. that's a good question. She's always kind of been into like entertaining stuff yeah. you know she's always like singing and dancing and and Catherine was a, a cheerleader um, so I think she was introduced to it that way yeah. mm-hmm. and maybe wanted to you know hey I want to do what mom did and then we kind of got her into it started at you know dance and then got into cheer and then started to see some talent there Yeah. Um, so we've just kind of worked through that with her and you know hey if this is what you want to do great if you want to quit and do something else we're okay with that too that's the big thing i've thought about is i want to i want palmer and hopefully number two when he he she comes along 
to just try a bunch of stuff. Oh, for you sure. Know, just Absolutely. a bunch of different sports, yeah. activities, yeah. whatever it is. Just try a bunch of stuff. See what you like. See what you enjoy. All right. I think we didn't necessarily do that. I mean, not right yeah. or wrong. We just kind of had the path, and it worked out. Those are the things we were interested right. in, football predominantly. But, yeah, just tried all kinds of different stuff out and see what it is. Hey, friends. Over the years, many clients and friends have come to me for recommendations, everything from painters to contractors to window cleaners. I never found a window cleaning company that I felt I could fully trust or rely on to recommend to my clients, so I started one. Mosley Window Cleaning specializes in residential window cleaning in Williamson and Davidson counties and proudly wants to be your go-to company for window cleaning. For a free estimate, email us at mosleywindowcleaning at gmail.com. Again, that is mosleywindowcleaning at gmail.com. You guys never considered trying anything? Like, did you guys play any other sports besides football? Growing up, baseball and soccer baseball, until soccer. middle school, and then it was just football. I played rugby in high school, and then a little bit in college. But, but you, like me, late. like me, you waited till like football was over. Oh yeah, literally. Yeah, it was I was literally, like, yeah, uh, like, after yeah. senior year, like, well, I couldn't risk my prestigious <laughs> football career at the risk of rugby. No, no but it was not. like it was like after the football season was over, you're like literally, this is all I've done yeah. for yeah. six. No what the hell right am I going to do with my life? So it's like I took up pole vaulting. Oh yeah. So like, so I pole vaulted in high school. It was pretty school. damn good. I, I the, no was I pretty good? Relatively speaking. Relatively speaking. <laughs> so I won a bunch of medals because nobody else a lot of times wouldn't even show up because they didn't have pole vaulters. Tell the Chris Cole story. Oh God! All right, one of my friends, Chris Cole, who's probably All one of my football. favorite human beings ever incredible athlete he was a, a decathlete so that means they have to do you know a whole bunch of different yeah. what's decathlete just 10, ten. <laughs> <laughs> we are not uh, Palmer is so screwed <laughs> <laughs> so okay my podcast <laughs> my rules alright so he had to do 10 events or whatever so I'm doing nothing but pole vault so we're at a track meet and I'm over there doing my pole vaulting which you know one year into this right. you know this is my first year so I've only been it for a couple of weeks I'm getting like 10 10 and a half feet like alright alright you know enough placing enough as I recall yeah, yeah like yeah. third place so Chris has him. literally never done it before but he has to do it for this meet so he's like hey can you give me some pointers I'm like yeah, yeah run down there and jam the pole <laughs> in and go over the bar he's like alright cool cool First That's it. Tries. All right, got it. Yeah, comes in like eleven feet. Just, just cold. Yeah, just yeah. goes, crushes it, gets like second in pole vault, ends up like winning all these medals and stuff. I'm like, you son. That's like <laughs> the scariest track and field event I think. It oh is. yeah, I, I'm absolutely. Like, I would absolutely no. like just no. start going up and come right back down. Well, yeah, you're also what, six seven, six six. <laughs> that doesn't help. Not exactly still. the best sport for you. Uh, Neither is road cycling, but I'm still doing that. Yeah, there you go. There, there you go. go. But yeah, so yeah, we focused on pretty much one sport, and then when sports was over or football was over, life life was over. Got to find something to do. So, one thing I wanted to ask you guys, like, what do you? What are some things you find yourself doing that you know came from your parents? Oh my god! <laughs> like, have you heard? Everything you've, you've said something, you're like, oh crap! That <laughs> the 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 resting face I have, the way I breathe, the way I <laughs> I talk sometimes, 
I'm like, I am my father's son. Mm. And even Jana knows my dad well enough. She's and heard the stories enough. She's like, you're being your dad right now. Now, are you like, oh man, this is a bummer? Or are you like, hey, I mean, I get it now. Like, I understand where he was coming from. Both. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, you know, we know all of our parents did the best that they could. We're doing the best that we can. You know, the negative things we get from our parents, we want to correct. Positive things we want to mimic. So it's, but it's that kind of ever-changing thing that you're trying to battle. It's like, wait, is this something that I'm like trying to change, trying to keep, whatever? See, I'm kind of like the hell with that. I'll just roll with it. <laughs> it's like, it's in my blood. What, I mean, what do you want from me? I'm just trying to keep my head above water, man. Like, <laughs> I'm just treading over here. <laughs> but, it, and it's funny because my parents are about to come in town this next week and things about my like parents that frustrate me about, especially about my dad because he'll be like slow at moments he's just like just like moves like molasses yeah. or it takes him a while to think just to answer a simple question like do you want an apple <laughs> yes or no bro <laughs> that is like the hardest question I get from Jana sometimes hey do you want a banana uh, let me uh, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta uh, analyze it you gotta analyze what's going on now <laughs> and it's like I'm, I'm like I am my dad like the, the, the thing that bothers me the most I do it constantly but it, like the hard things like hey do you want to take up cycling and go buy an expensive bike and ride 40 miles you're like yeah what the yeah, hell yeah. let's do it <laughs> sounds great Park, Parker will totally appreciate this one thing that I I 100% have picked up from my dad is I love waking up my kids and aggravating the hell You're out such of them. What a jackass! <laughs> That's a move. We used to be asleep, and Dad would come in. You remember the song? Bear hug, uh, get on, get on up, up, and let me sock it to you. Get on up, <laughs> oh freaking! And, just, and that's how you woke up and started your day. Uh huh. <sighs> do, do you remember the "It's Time to Go to Sleep" song? See, I'm messing up because a couple friends have one, but uh, turn, turn out, out the lights, the, the party's over. Oh man. <laughs> And you would be like bawling that you had to go to bed on Wednesday, like before a school night. <sighs> See, the singing is what I do. Uh-huh. It, Palmer does not like when I sing, uh-huh. and I totally lean into it now. <laughs> like I don't even like singing myself. I'm only doing it to upset him. It is. It is it's fun when you when your kids kids are losing <laughs> yeah. their shit just yes. to like smile and, I can and lean control into it. it. Just like this is it. It is. Oh, it's so much fun. Dude, I caught myself saying something the other day I was like oh my god that is Bruce if I have ever heard it Caden <laughs> Caden we were we were doing some um, some stuff out in the yard practicing um, doing running routes and stuff and Caden comes in and is like oh my ankle dad it hurts when I do this and I look at him and I go well don't do that don't do that <laughs> I can't tell you how Thanks, many times Bruce. dad has said that yeah it hurts when I do this. Well, then don't do that, <laughs> dummy. <laughs> I think that's like a dad's ultimate thing is just making you feel a little, a little stupid sometimes. <laughs> and I'm guilty of doing that to my wife, and she calls me out on it because she hates it. Poor thing. But I've even today when I was doing this project at the house, she handed me the wrong piece, and I put it on the wall, and I had to rip it off because it was the wrong one. I wanted to be like. In my head, what's going on is I told you if you had the, th- the board lined up the way I told you to have them, this wouldn't be an issue if you were just listening to me. But I was just like, and she's so sorry and apologetic. I was like, it's okay. So it's like things like that. I'm like, when I was helping my dad and I messed up and he made me feel this big, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, let's not do that. <laughs> but again, that's father son, not. But still, I, no, but I would be guilty of that. Even with like Jolie helps me like 
mix like break the eggs and mix the eggs and she's like spilling it and i just want to you know my like, first initial reaction the egg wants, chills all in there yeah i want like my what wants to come up is like why would you do that yeah yeah but i'm like she's four <laughs> let's not question her why she purposely did that even though she didn't yep yep I think I hit Caden with that once. We were, we were out in Atlanta for the playoff game for the Alabama Washington. Yes, okay. and something to the effect of I bust him. I was like, "Why don't Why don't you know that?" And Caden was like, "Because I'm seven. <laughs> you said that. Yes. <laughs> so I told you, dude. And it was just like, "Oh, great He's, point, kid. He's like, a lot smarter than me. Standing ovation. <laughs> you know, I'll never get mom and dad were watching. I guess it was Emmy. So she was." four or five three four something like that and uh spending the night over there and all of a sudden dad said he hears to the monitor this is great and he goes hey hey somebody's supposed to be watching me <laughs> just complete awareness of the mo- yeah. all right speaking of um where was i i'm looking at my notes here all right um some st- what are some cool stories y'all have had that, that uh, maybe not cool, but what are some very memorable stories that have happened with your kids? With our, with my kids? Yeah, with your kids. I'll, I'll go ahead and start. I had me and actually your wife. It was uh-huh. me and Jana and Catherine were out of town at a show, and mom and dad were watching Caden. This was at our old house. And um, actually, Caden and Emmy. Emmy was a baby at that time. And um, I remember calling Dad on the way home, and I'm like, hey, we're, you know, 30 minutes out or whatever. And he's like, okay. And then he hangs up the phone. I was like, that's kind of weird. You know, didn't think much of it or whatever. Come to find out, they lost Caden. So we lived behind them at the time. So our house backed up to their house, yard Mm -hmm. to yard. And mom was with Emmy at our house, and Caden was with dad at their house. And Caden had taken upon himself to play hide and seek without telling Bruce that he was playing hide and seek. <laughs> so dad's in a panic trying to find Caden, cannot find him, running back and forth across the yards, going over there to see mom. Have you seen Caden? No, no, where is he? I don't know. I don't know. They're panicking running everywhere cannot find him dad is god love him about to have a heart attack I think this is the worst thing that's ever happened to him. oh and, and Without a doubt. ends up going upstairs and for like the third time he's been upstairs he's called his name like twice he didn't answer and sees caden like under the bed he's like hey I'm right here <laughs> what's up bro and so felt so good oh he felt so bad so long story short we got home and there's like police officers at our house because they ended up calling, like, got to find this kid. And so we pull up and we're like, what the hell? <laughs> Here's, I've thought about this story before. And what strikes me is, why would it theoretically be worse to lose somebody else's kid than your own? Like, oh. there's like an ownership thing where you're like, well, at least it was my kid. <laughs> the, sil- the silver lining yeah, here is it was my kid. Hey, I like to look at the other side. That's half full guy over here. <laughs> Mr. Optimistic. Uh, at least it was mine. Someone else's. That is your son. Yes. Yeah, I was like. like <laughs> so, anyway, we, we kind of let the police officer do his thing. And he's like, hey, you know, son, and explained, hey, when when someone's calling you, you answer. You know, Caden's up there hiding while Pop's running around, probably about to have a heart attack. (laughs) 
And Dad said that he ended up sitting in his in his chair over there with a cell phone on the arm because he was like, yeah. "If I have a heart yeah. attack, I have yeah. to call nine one one." Like he was that. I think it took him like hours. To oh my god! I, I like, knowing your dad the, as much as I do, uh, I can't imagine oh, how much that oh. his son's son. <laughs> oh. <laughs> your first, I, your firstborn son, firstborn son. Yeah. <laughs> That's like in the Bible somewhere. <laughs> I, I swear God talks about that somewhere. <laughs> Don't lose your firstborn yeah, son, firstborn son. Let's start with the basics, right? Like- <laughs> Uh, as long as you don't do yes. that, you'll be okay. Just go from there. God love you. I, I know it just took years off his life. Uh, you know, it's just a funny story about Caden since we were talking about him. So the first day, my first date with my wife with Jana was in Chicago when I flew oh, out to yeah. see her. So Catherine, Nick's wife, was Jana's manager at the time. And Caden was there. And, you know, we're my wife's playing a show at at the at the Lincoln Park Zoo in Chicago. And I get there, I hang out with Jana for a little bit, and then we kind of separate and then we come back and Catherine was there with with Caden. And little did I know that they were kind of testing me. Uh, see, see how he is with yeah. kids. <laughs> little do they know I'm fantastic. <laughs> Especially Caden, who's like the easiest yeah. kid. Yeah. I, I met Caden 30 seconds. I had him on my shoulders. <laughs> He's like, like, I play professional football. Yeah, like, What's up, man? man? Yeah. Playing airplane and stuff. Like the whole day at the zoo, Caden's like on my shoulders, on my back. He's still in my at his ass. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you pass that test. The badger's going to be crawling in my shirt. His old man's me. failing it. So. <laughs> uh, so I used your son to get my wife. Hey, but it worked. Taste, right? Yeah. And then he was the, did you know you were being tested though. Come on, you're a little privy to it. He's pretty intuitive. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. kind of like, come, yeah, come on, come on, come on, ladies. Right there. Oh, they brought the kid. Yeah, how convenient. <laughs> I'm all over this. I got this, son. Um, but stories Here's with twenty the, I, bucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Comes back with really. five popsicles. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think the the. With the kids right now, you know, nothing it's as tough them, intense yeah. as that. Yeah, but what's funny is Jana taught our daughter, um, <laughs> taught our daughter like the 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 college girl like drunk pee move, which is like you know, kind of like <laughs> just pull your shit to the side and pee. <laughs> Our four- I, no, this is the first I'm actually hearing. <laughs> our four, our four year old. So Jolie, so Jana lets her like one time, like pee in the grass, like right. So we're sure. in the pool in our backyard, and she guys got to go potty. So she's like pee in the grass. She's like I don't know how. And Jana goes over and like shows her. She's like just pull your suit to the side, <laughs> stand there and pee. Oh Jesus, paparazzi. <laughs> yeah. So that, so now Jolie, that's what Jolie does when she's in the pool, which is better than peeing in the pool. Sure. And instead of going to the house to track and water in. Well, Jolie has taken liberty to um, use this skill, new skill set, yeah. outside of just our backyard. <laughs> One day, so she's outside playing with friends, neighborhood friends. There's about eight kids outside. Jolie's on the corner of our street and the other streets that connect. And she's got to go to the bathroom. So she starts to squat. Why not right here? Why not right here? Before she starts, I'm like, Jolie! <laughs> She's like, what? Yells, yells at me across the street, like with her hand, like pulling her underwear. It's like, what? Mommy like, told me to do this. I'm like, you can't go potty right there. And she's still just sitting there, like in the midst. Why not? I'm like, 
come home and go inside and use the bathroom. So I had to have a talk with her and be like, look, honey, I understand that's just when we're in the pool and yeah. you have your bathing suit on. But when you have normal big girl clothes on, you need to come back home and go inside and use the potty like a big girl. Okay, daddy. Like, look at me like... It doesn't really make any sense. Like, I could just go right <laughs> here, but right why, would I, why would I leave what I'm doing? So, that's been the most recent thing. It's the thing. South, man. Just yeah, rolling. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, Caden grew up realizing, like, you know, when you go downtown to Preds games and Titans games, like, you go piss on the side spot. of the building. I mean, right? yeah. <laughs> the way it is. Tripod. You put one <laughs> hand up and lean over. You're good. Pull that shit to the side. You know, I love that. Uh, me and Parker have talked about this, the saying of you know the difference in boys and girls. You know, <laughs> yes, boys yeah. will totally mess your stuff up. Girls will mess you up. You up. Yeah, like, I think I told you psychological when level that, when we found out that Ramsey, your third, was a girl. I, you know, he was thrilled, of course, mm-hmm. regardless. But I remember pulling him aside, and that was the little piece of advice I gave uh-huh. him. Just like, hey, <laughs> heads up! I know you started this journey already. But just know that this is going to be a burden on you, man. That's <laughs> ah, great. Stuff. It's it's so it's good, and it's and it's so true because our son who's eighteen months. He goes around right now, like today. He had this little mop toy. He's just going around hitting everything. Yeah, hitting the dogs, hitting Jolie. Like Jolie went through a little hitting phase, but you know she's a little girl. She wasn't really doing that much. He just wants to mess things up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's oh, yeah. no question. Dude, we we had a hard situation with Caden when he was young that he would hit himself. Really? <laughs> yeah. So it was like, you know, he gets in trouble and you like give him a little pop or whatever. Well, he'll hit himself. And like, Shit, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> like, where in the manual does oh, we'll, like <laughs> We'll whip Palmer and he's just like, it does not phase him at all. So it's like, I don't know what the next move is. Yep. yep. I remember having that mistake once uh, with, with Pop. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I've Took heard this. Spanking. I remember this story. Yeah, that yeah. didn't hurt at all. Oh. oh, hell, it did after that. Did this lead to the great Super Bowl the beating? Great Super Bowl beating. <sighs> Dude, you take it. It's I didn't know what Super Bowl it was. I mean, we were, we were young. I don't. Know. I don't even remember the ages. Yeah, but wait, Super, Super Bowl twenty something. something? Like you know, yeah. and, and as a kid, you're like, oh, it was a great Super Bowl beating. <laughs> and now that we're grown men, it's like, yeah, it didn't really. Matter. It was one of like three spankings we yeah. had, basically. Right, but, like. We thought we got our asses beat all the time. <laughs> we didn't talk get a to lot him as shoes thrown at us. It's like, you know, dad's like tired of telling us to stop. And he's like, spanks us already. So he starts throwing shoes. He's sitting in his lazy boy. Like, God, like. And now as a grown man, you're like, God, he was working his ass off oh, he's all exa- day. Yeah. He's exhausted, comes home and hears whatever crap mom's got to That's tell one it. thing I figured out from being a parent. Like, what is your longest duration of sitting while your kids oh. are awake on oh. any given day? No. If you get to like I, seven minutes, that's a blessing. I took over the kids this morning at like seven thirty and hadn't sat, yes. didn't sit down yeah. all day. You're coming over I, to my house for a podcast. This is <laughs> this is literally because even dinner tonight was pretty quick, and this is literally the most I've sat all day. <laughs> and it's eight thirty at night. Point at this point, I've sat there for like like two minutes. And I'm like something's about to come up. Oh yeah, but this is nice. I'm going to ride this out. Oh for yeah, a while. God so, forbid. Yeah. What did I lo- did lose me? Am right, I in? Am I good? Okay, cool. Um, where are we going next? What do we want to do? I'm I'm out of notes here, but I think I think this is rolling, so I oh, think we, we should we should need. come up with something. Yeah. Um. Oh, I just had something in my head too. 
Let me okay. Let me ask you guys because you're you're ahead of me on this one <clears throat> and had the experience I have it. So the boy versus girl thing. So walk me through a little bit. So Mike, you, you your two are pretty close in age. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about two and a half years, right? Yeah, roughly. How? What have been some of the early experiences of the differences of the boy following the girl? Because what I'm picking up on from the outside is the girls develop so much more quickly. Mm-hmm. They talk earlier. I mean, all the you know social skills are just vastly superior to the boy. That's been else? backwards for us. Really? So Jolie didn't walk till like 14 months. Yeah. Jace was she was, talking? I mean, what, what's the really? She was slow too. Jace was up in like ten months walking. Really? Um, Jace he, is like a super baby. He, he is, seems a, like. dude. He is a super baby. It's kind of ridiculous. Like he's un. He's ridiculously handsome. Like he, he has just sleeps. Like Jana and I, yeah, just sleeps through the night. Like ever since like three months, no big deal. The only thing he doesn't do great is eat, but. You know, he's got like Jan and I both have like poop brown eyes, and Jolie too. Jolie's got like great white shark eyes, like no emotion. She's just gonna eat you alive. Like you look at her too long, it's like the ring. You look at it too long, like your life's gonna end or something. Like she'll eat you. This is funny at first, but now I'm kind of uncomfortable. Jace has these eyes that just look not into your soul, into your heart. Like he just melts your Uh, heart, and you're just like lady killer, dude. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, like we're in trouble with both of them. And well, I mean, like the other day, dude, when I came over to y'all's house, I was like, "Hey, what's up?" And he gives me a high five. I was like, "Your hands already look like I'm shaking a pack of hot dogs, <laughs> like chunksters." Me and Jana have this bet going. What? What the the doctor said he's going to be five ten, which is such a oh, bullshit. No. There's Just no because right now way. he's on the 40th percentile. No. I'm like, Jana. That doesn't matter where you are at the I was like, end. I will no. take a $10,000 bet today that was, he is yeah. going to be over six foot tall. I was like, there's... over six two, six three. I just saw something. Who is on an NBA player somebody that grew like four inches in college or well, something. Well, uh, uh, Anthony Davis, right? He yeah, that's it. Yeah, Anthony yeah, yeah, Davis. Yeah, yeah. He was like a point guard. Yeah, he was basically. like a point guard in high school, like you, shooting guard. You did too? Yeah, yeah. In high school, I grew like you 13 ex- inches yeah. and like uh, 105 pounds oh, or something some like freakishly weird. Pounds, yeah. Even in college, I grew an extra like inch and a half in college. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, I was yeah, like, Jana. I got five, nine, and was waiting on you that. You got there early, though. <laughs> six, six, six gray, I hit my peak, and then it was all just. I will say, like, everybody's obviously wired different and genetic difference, but, like, I was really, really skinny when I graduated high school. And then when I got to college, I, I thicked out. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't, like, drinking weight or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, it just, sure. I, I, I got thicker. Yeah. So, it was weird. Like, I got thicker. You were always, you know, relatively dense and tall. Dense. Which is odd. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, people don't think we're brothers just from the build. Or no. What, I mean, absolutely no. not. We don't Living look anything alike. And, yeah, they pretty much buy it. Well, hey there. I'm Gabriel Sedlak. My wife and I, Holly, um, had the great pleasure of working with Nick. And I'll tell you, you know, buying a home, I, I was a little bit surprised how. I was already kind of preconditioned to what I thought the experience was going to be like. And honestly, Nick made it so effortless that it was, it was literally like I wasn't even buying a house. It was just a normal transaction of life. So I love that he took the pain away and just made it effortless. And I, I cannot uh, tell you how valuable that is. 
No, but once people know you, like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, roll, roll tide. Roll tide. Roll tide. No, but I mean the the boy and the girl thing. I mean, Jace. You know, he's not obviously the same age as Jolie, so it's a little different. But I will say, I mean, Nick can attest to this. The emotions, even though Caden seems like he's pretty in touch with his emotions for a little boy, but like me. Like yeah. you, I'm yeah, the girl like in the relationship. Yeah. Oh, me too. Hey, Fair enough. <laughs> but we have a meeting after that. <laughs> Jolie is her mother's daughter. Yeah, Jolie is going to be an actress. Yep. Like she, she finds a mirror. She'll find a mirror. Her, ref- she'll not even mirror. She will fly, find her reflection anywhere. <laughs> like if the sun is in the right shade, she might look at her face in the sun. Like she'll find it. But you know anywhere. what? Like as a dad, though, like because I see that in in Emmy. I'm like, you know what? I feel good. I don't have to worry about yeah. her. Yeah. It's like, she's going to make her way. Oh, Joel. She has yeah, to yeah, kick yeah. the damn door down. Jolie's going to, there's no question. You know, rejection's not going to bother her no. like it does maybe. Oh, we've joked about or, Palmer being more like you than me, and I've been thrilled with that because I'm like, I can teach him to dial it down. Yeah. I'm terrified he's going to be too, you know, too meek or whatever it is. But, right, yeah. Right. You're thrilled when you're So, like, yeah, the fact that they have the moxie. Yeah. To believe in themselves, mm-hmm. you know, at a young age, you're like, okay, yeah, that's is what it is. But if that carries on, mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah, I've, I've always joked like, Emmy's going to take over my real estate business oh, yeah. when she's the day she turns eighteen because I don't necessarily handle rejection all that well. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm getting better, yeah. you know. But Emmy could be like, hey, knock on the door. You want to sell your house? No. Well, what the hell with you? Is there, go anyone, under the right. Is there anyone in our family she gets that from? Uh, maybe our big sister. Maybe. A little bit. <laughs> Does sound like somebody I know. Uh, Tracy is just absolutely... I, her personality is one that like I would... Pray oh, over yeah, my daughter. Absolutely, just no fear of rejection. Absolutely. Just total confidence. Absolutely, especially over females. Like, oh, yes. absolutely. Like, I would definitely like pray on that over my daughter more than my son. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a tougher road by far because of yeah because of the road yeah. and because of you know the the glass ceiling per yeah. se that yeah. still sure. is in society for women, unfortunately, well. but. It is what it is. Yeah, and she gets her, you know, she gets her glory from the Lord. She doesn't really give yeah. a damn if right. you oh, yeah. like yeah, her. Yeah, Intri- right. yeah. Right. intrinsic value. And you, you think that's, you know, is is that a front? No. Like, I know her deeply. Oh, yeah. Like, that's legitimate. Yeah. So to have that kind of confidence, I would absolutely I love piggyback my to be there. on the glass ceiling statement there. Because one of my best friends, Nick knows him, Chris, has twin girls. <clears throat> And somebody asked him about how having girls changed him. And he said, um, I've become a huge feminist, mm-hmm. but a huge sexist. <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> he is inherently just, you know, he's okay recognizing the difference now. But at the same time, he authentically now has a new perception and appreciation for, for women and being a female that he didn't didn't before. Mm-hmm. So right. if you guys... I mean, has that been an experience? I mean, that's putting you on the spot a little bit, but like, how have maybe some perceptions changed having a daughter and, and seeing things in a new light? My th- my thing is, and this is how I stand in the whole situation. I understand equality. I understand like the concept of equal pay and all of that. Like, if two people are doing the same exact job, 
one's male, one's female, they should be getting paid the same yeah. thing regardless. Yeah. It should be about outcome and, and kind of what they're bringing to that job or that company or whatever. My thing is when it gets a little carried away and, you know, okay, I understand there's some girls that want to play boy sports or there's that crossover. And I'm like, why why can't there still be some things that are separate? Yes. Right. yes. Like that. Why why is that an issue? Yeah. Like what? You went, Dave Chappelle said it best on Six and Seven. He's like, you want LeBron James to go to the WNBA? Like, and score 140 points? A night? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why can't there still... Men and women are still two different sexes yeah. Oh, yeah, within right. a species. It's okay. It's okay for some things okay to, be to be different. different. It's Absolutely. okay for some things that women are better at, some things that guys are better at. It's okay. I'll take that back to what we're, we're talking about tonight is parenting. Like... There's obvious, just clear differences in those roles. Like, there's times when I think I forget to, I, for, I do not do something or whatever it is. And Mackenzie thinks I've neglected to do it purposely. Yeah, I, not, I was aware of not uh-huh. doing it. Made the conscious that. decision. Exactly. Yeah. I, was like, you, I never thought of you that. You thoughtfully yeah, were like, to hell with yeah. her. I'm going to well, show her. Yeah, no, I'm like, just a dummy. And I, I forgot. Exactly. I'm an idiot. No, I just <laughs> right. did not think Sorry, that. Sorry, daddy's thing. a dumbass. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Let me self-deprecate yes. myself a little bit more so you understand. He's but then there's highly like, educated, exactly. I mean, highly like, successful. She thinks I just like, ah, F that. I don't yeah. want to deal with that yeah. right now. And I, I literally did not think of that at all. And, and there's the flip side, right? That we, right. we bring strength right. to the table. That they don't. Well, I'm, I do have a concern. Like, I, I feel like society's kind of attacking our boys right now on what it means to be a man. You know, being a leader spiritually, physically, mentally, you know, stepping in in difficult situations, leading your family to become an example of strength. I think that's kind of dwindled, I think you so. know? So, like, that's something that, you know, I want to raise my son a lot like dad raised us. Mm-hmm. Is like, step up. Sometimes things are tough. Mm-hmm. You know, deal with it. I'm sorry your feelings hurt. Deal you with it. You have a role to play. You have a responsibility. You have a role to play. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's totally okay for, for guys to have emotions and, hell, I'm an emotional guy. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm a little concerned as to where our masculinity is going right now. Yeah. And I'm even more concerned about, you know, our girls. Because, you know, with social media and all this stuff, like, you know the way they look at themselves and their bodies and all that. They're they're comparing to well, stuff. Well, they go seen. together. I mean, it's yin and yang, right? Absolutely. Like if we don't have that that symbiotic relationship of here's the man, here's the woman. We balance. We just said right. parents. Right. It's a parenting combo, right? That there's female strengths, there's male strengths, and right. they play off of each other, right? Yeah. It's and to your point, Nick. It's and that's the thing where I feel like all of this goes hand in hand. Where whether it you know, uh, equality or, 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 you know, equal opportunity and all of that stuff. But at the same time, it's okay. You want that, but then you still like, we all still want to raise our boys to be chivalrous. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Cause we all are. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. No. Open the door. Open the door. You know, women, when you're at a party, women eat first, like when we get their plates first, like all of that stuff, like 
we all value personally and we will instill that in our sons and if they don't we'll whoop their ass absolutely like that's one of the first things if you don't have good manners or you're the one bullying right yeah or you're the one bullying somebody those are the two biggest things they all whoop your ass yep you know so but at the same time it's like and this is just being general but then you see all this stuff on, on the outside on the news or whatever and it's about you know super feminist saying like I don't need a man to do this I don't need a man to do that it's not that we do it because we're yes. better than you. It's yes. respect. Yeah. Right? It's I respect you, right. so I'm going to do yes. this for you. And you know what? Like, <clears throat> and again, I I may be speaking in a place that I'm not at, at a place I should speak, but like maybe those people that feel that way didn't have men in their lives that, that showed them respect. The strong possibility. Them, yeah. For sure. You know, so that's that's something that or the, or again, worse, it's, the it's not the superior. God, I couldn't survive without my wife. Yeah. Are you Hell kidding me? Hell no, dude. She's Hell no. equal, if not superior, than me. And I know damn well your wife is more superior than you. <laughs> and I know damn well my wife. We all know my wife is. <laughs> we know our place. Like right. let's, let's not. Yes, but there is again. That's the partnership. Again, that's exactly. it's a partnership. It is a balance. But I think it's so important. Even if it's not for the benefit of the woman, it's the benefit of the man knowing that it is his role to be the protector yes, right. and to be the yes. one that we have roles that that you spiritual know, leader, the spiritual yes. leader, physical of the protector, yes. absolutely. Yes. Yeah, no like question. That's, that's so important. No and I'm, question. I'm afraid that where we're going now, like if we don't kind of hone it back and and we as fathers, you know, teach our kids the same things that we were taught like that's going to go away yeah there's no question and it's it's funny you know because we talk about roles in a relationship and and jana and i talk about that and i i give her crap sometimes because you know she'll ask me she'll like say she's getting a little frustrated with me with me and says something it's like i'm always doing the kids laundry or i'm always i'm like okay well you're complaining about me not doing this if i did do it then what would you do (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, if I did all the things that you maybe complain yeah. about, then I would be doing everything. Yes. If I complain to you about things right. that I do, then you'd be doing everything. So I'm like, we're a team here. All right. Dividing you, You're not the one mowing the grass or laying the stick. Whatever. Like, we have really fallen into traditional right. male right. and female, husband, wife things. We both equally do, equally do laundry, but she happens to do more kids' laundry. And she puts it away. And well, they also have a way there. they like it done. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I fold the towels wrong, so she doesn't want me yeah. to do it in the towels. And what right. I would throw out there is, yes, you've had the conversation where she's like, "Hey, do this or whatever." But I would, I would, I would venture to say you pretty much naturally fell into those two roles. Yeah, yeah. You we have. She handles that. That just seems. To be and, and that's and that's and that's exactly it. And that's why I kind of bust her balls in in, in a light way when where she kind of says those things about. You know why haven't I done the thing that she usually does? I'm like, well, because you usually we fall, like you said, like we've <laughs> kind of fallen into. It. Yeah. Like I could say, why I didn't you mow the grass yeah, yesterday, yeah. <laughs> honey? Huh? That lawn is like looking hell a little out there. <laughs> <laughs> that lawn is looking a little thick. Wonder there, where you're gonna get to? <laughs> yeah. So you're gonna bag the clippings and yeah. just leave it out there for the kids to get all over themselves. <laughs> We all have our role, and that's okay. Exactly. It is okay. It's okay. And it's the best. You know, one thing I'll say is, or would like to touch upon a little bit is, we're talking about fatherhood and, you know, a lot of stuff's going on socially in the world right now. I I really do think that a lot of this is, is, 
is manifested is a result of the breakdown of the the basic family unit, and that's oh, what we're absolutely. talking about here. The, yeah, the, yeah the mother, the father. I mean, we both serve roles, sure. and sure. You know, anyone that does not have that experience is being cheated out of something. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And and you know, thank God, and we we were all blessed to yeah. be raised by our, our mother and father. Yeah, I mean we. Yeah. We've got parents Which is that, rare that stayed so. married, and that is very, very rare. And that's unbelievably, imp- it, in my opinion, extremely important. I would you know? say it's the number one thing for the health of society. I honestly believe I agree. that. Yeah, and it's it's crazy with all this quarantine stuff. Like Jana was saying today, she's like, "Man, like Kelly Clarkson and her husband are now getting divorced." Since like people are oh, wow. dropping like yeah. flies. Yeah, now they spend all together. this time. Yeah. Oh, all this time together, and it's. Like to your point, Nick, it's just you know in our story we've we've gone through a ton, and every marriage goes through a lot. But right. I, I I'm just so stuck on that. Like I never want to say like I have an ex wife. Like I it's yep. just yeah. My again, my parents, your y'all's parents, been married thirty plus years. Right. Whoever know you know however many years, and it's like I want that. Yes, like I don't you know. One thing that in, in our family we've talked about this before this is something we're incredibly proud of that my mom is one of oh yeah one of four daughters that were raised in north alabama you know very low income home Mm -hmm. all of them are with their original husbands and all of them been married more than what 30 years oh yeah they all got married young yeah well over 30 years and they've all dealt with you know all kinds of crazy. young kids and death of children. I mean, mm-hmm. you yeah. name it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you bring this up and they all stayed yeah. married. Mm-hmm. It's, it's incredible, absolutely incredible in, in today's society. Oh yeah, and I've I've credit you know I've even affirmed my parents for the fact that both my parents are one of four, both from military families. My dad's side Marine Corps, my mom's side Air Force. My parents are the only ones of each of the four kids on each side that have ever not gotten divorced. Really? Or even been married. I have one aunt on my dad's side that hasn't been married. And then my one uncle also just got married. Wow. But they're the only ones that have not gotten divorced. Goodness. Every All my other aunts and uncles right. married and divorced multiple yeah. times. They're the only ones that have eight kids. Good for them, man. That's, I mean, you know what I mean? And, and that's why my parents, my family... We're like the nucleus on both sides for a long time where all my cousins kind of like... It's a stable household. Yeah, kind of right. migrated yeah. to us and always kind of wanted to be a part of us even if their parents were kind of yeah. off in the wind because we were they knew we were always there. Right. You know, and that is so important. That's what it comes down to. It's not about your damn feelings. Yes. No. I mean, Dude, love is not an emotion. Love is love nowhere is near an emotion. Absolutely. And a discipline. Absolutely. It, it's nowhere near easy, especially you've got a million things pulling at you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's funny on that. I feel like if someone answers quickly why they love somebody, that's, like, mm, that's actually yes. not genuine. <laughs> yep. I will tell you this. I get on McKenzie occasionally because I'll say, all right, heading down a rabbit tail, folks. We're not going to do Start digging, baby. That's, that's, that's episode two. We'll, um, 
Uh, we've already cut oh, this oh one in half. God, We're yeah. on to episode two. No, this, but literally, going to be a series. Seriously, to, ju- to jump on that point is, um, you know, I'll say Mackenzie out of the blue, and because I'm thinking about it in my head, I'll say, you know, I love you, and she'll just, I love you. And I'm like, no, 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 don't, 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 right. just, don't just yep. say it back immediately. I don't want that to just be a while you're looking yeah. at your phone. Love yeah, you. I mean, I, yep. I don't want it to be an automated response. It, it is a, back to what I just alluded to a minute ago: is is love is a decision, is a thought, is a commitment, and, and so I want it to mean something when it says. Absolutely, it says, yeah, absolutely. I got on Jana early in our relationship because. I don't like when someone abbreviates, like uses when they text and uses the letter U. Yeah. She would say, I love you and use the letter U. I said, even when you text me, <laughs> I was like, spell that shit out. I want you to have the pain of the extra letter. <laughs> <laughs> you need to add two extra letters. And you in can't there. say, yeah. No, yeah. love, yeah. No, you say that to your friends. You say that to your friends. It was no, but it was it was real. She thought it was like kind of like funny at first. Yeah. I was like, no, like really. Like, when you like, say that, yeah, it bothers yeah. me. It yeah. kind of to your point, but via text, I was yeah. like, okay. when you say that, type that shit out. Yeah. I love you, <laughs> not love, love you, you. love you. <laughs> no, do we all have our things? Got to earn it, it, baby. I get it. I get oh. it. Oh, it's we hilarious. could go, we could go on for days. Yeah. <laughs> We might have to do a part two. Yeah. Part well, two. I think we're already on part two, so hell, let's keep it rolling. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you know, everybody, everybody has their own things they have to deal with, obviously. But I, I think sticking to it, dude, stick to it. Oh, yeah. Stick to your commitment, yeah. and I think that's the problem we have in today's yes. society. Is it gets tough. If it's bail. not easy, you bail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's just, you know, that that's the problem we're dealing with right now. I think there's something that w- w- people are seeking happiness, not contentment. Mm, yep. And, and that sounds backwards. And happiness is fleeting. Lame. Yes, exactly. Yes. I mean, and that's just, a, that's a dopamine hit, yep. right? That's what happiness is. That's fair. And, Absolutely. And contentment mm-hmm. is, is, a, is a commitment to something bigger than that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And the, this, what I tell myself a lot, just through all the therapy, couples therapy and personal therapy I've gone through is, what I tell I myself, be a pro. Yeah, when <laughs> when I get into those places, because we all have our moments, like God, this would be you know so yeah. much easier yeah. if, I, which is all BS. No, just, it's not. That's it's just not a, that's just easier. a pity. That's How much a, worse would you? Right. That's just a pity party. What I tell myself, up more problems like, somewhere else. Right. If you don't work on yourself introspectively, I was like, yeah. it's going to be the same story, different cast. Yep. Yes. If you think yes. that it's not working out with somebody, and you say, oh, it's because of them, you go to the next person. Yep. Six months to a year into that shit. It's going to be the same yep. stuff, and you're, that's why it's so cyclical. People just keep getting uh, into that because they don't look yeah. introspectively; they look it's not outward. Your environment, it's you. Well, and, yeah, and that's, absolutely. That's the same thing. Like I've actually heard our our pastor talk about, you know, when people are, are dealing with hard times and like, you know, what I just want to move. I want to move, yeah. and I want to go find myself and start over. And you're like, you're just taking your same problems to a different area code. You know, you're not starting fresh. No. You're going somewhere different and carrying your same baggage. If you're allowing the things outside around you to change how you are and who you are, then you're not doing the work internally. Absolutely. You're just looking for outside validation, and yep. that's not going to do anything good for you in the long run. Yep. Yep. So, well, guys, you got anything else? Man, this I'm, has been awesome. I'm, yeah. out of, I'm out of Shiner Box. <laughs> this is fantastic. <laughs> we got a. Uh, was once full bottle of blade and bow bourbon over here, but pretty, uh, pretty good dent. Yeah, it's too good rich dent for my blood. Yeah, but um, 
This was fun, guys. Absolutely. I'm I really enjoyed absolutely. this. And I, I definitely think us. we're going to have uh, more the of these. Because yeah. I think we've only scratched the surface of... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Just scratching. <laughs> I'm a little terrified of what's underneath. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> getting it out is cleansing, bro. Yes. It's wow. getting it out. It so, All right, guys. I appreciate Mike Parker for being here tonight. Um, I pray that uh, you guys got some good out of this. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah. It's a lot of fun. So, guys, thanks for joining us. Appreciate you um, checking out the 615 podcast. Love you. Bye. I want to rock. Rock. I want to rock. This is the 615 podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review at nickwoodard.com forward slash podcast. 